Heidi Harris Show podcast. You can find these a couple of times a week at iTunes or any place you get podcasts. Just search Heidi Harris Show. You can also find me live weekday mornings, 6 to 9, and KMZQ, that's AM670 in Las Vegas. If you forget all that, just go to HeidiHarris.com. That's my main website where I've got all my information up there, including info about my latest book. Amy Klobuchar is whining a little bit and complaining about sexism in politics. I get so tired of women complaining about sexism in politics. I mean, there are advantages to being a female, and there are disadvantages to being a female. Everybody knows it. And there are certain women that will say, well, you have huge advantages when you're young, and then those advantages go away when you're older. Well, that may or may not be true. I mean, you wouldn't be taken seriously if you started certain jobs too early in life. You know, for example, I didn't start doing talk radio till I was over 30. There are people who start in their early 20s, nothing wrong with that, but you really don't know much about life at, in your 20s. You haven't probably ever done any other job or very few other jobs. And so you certainly have to have some kind of experience to add to it, I think, before you get into talk radio. There have been some very successful people who've done pretty much nothing but talk radio, but they are rare. It's mostly people who've done other things who have some wealth of experience to bring to the uh, field, I would think. But Amy Klobuchar is whining about sexism, and she's talking about how much Pete Buttigieg is getting as far as attention in the media. And she says that voters in the media were giving rival Pete Buttigieg more support and attention because he's a man. That's not true at all. They're giving him the support, and maybe she's not saying it. They're giving him the support and the attention, a ridiculous, inordinate amount of attention, because he's gay. It's not because he's a man. He's accomplished nothing. He's 37 years old. He's the mayor of a tiny town. He's done nothing. He's been a veteran. Okay, that's great. God bless him. Uh, I don't dislike the guy. He's a smart guy, but he's 37 years old, and he's done nothing in his life, virtually nothing. And he gets all this attention, an inordinate amount of attention. I have said from the beginning of this campaign, where has Tulsi Gabbard's support been? Tulsi Gabbard coming out of the gate in the very first debate showed a lot more spunk and a lot more intelligence than a lot of these other people on the stage, and yet she got nowhere. And she complained that her ads were blocked by Google, uh, her campaign fundraising, whatever. I don't know what the truth is on that. But I couldn't believe that Tulsi Gabbard was getting completely ignored. Forget about the man versus woman thing, gay versus straight thing. Tulsi Gabbard, to me, was one of the best candidates. Now, I wouldn't vote for her, and I don't want her to be my president. Please understand, that's not the way I want it to go. However, she's had more important things to say, certainly, and has more life experience, or as much as other people who are on that field, and yet she can't get attention either. And so, you know, a lot of people will say that Hillary Clinton was a victim of sexism and this and that and the other. No, Hillary Clinton was a victim of Hillary. Now, do I think America's ready for a female president? Sure, I do. It's got to be the right one. But maybe Nikki Haley will run in four or eight years. I don't know what she's going to do. But she would certainly be somebody a lot of the people on the right would look to with her new book coming out. I don't know if that's going to be a plus or a minus for her because she's making some allegations against people that they're already denying. So I don't know. Trying to set herself up for a run, maybe, probably. But a lot of people liked her when she was UN ambassador. We'll see. Are there different standards for women? Yeah. I mean, the way you dress is scrutinized differently than a man. A man can put on any schlumpy suit and get away with it. Women, you know, if your dress is too tight or too short or too this or too that, or why doesn't she wear heels or why does she only wear pants or this or that or the other, there's always, always an advantage uh, that men have when it comes to that particular situation. I recently had a conversation with an attorney, a male attorney, and we were talking about uh, how I thought it was probably tougher to be a female attorney when you're in court. And he said, oh, no, it's not. You know, the juries always go for the woman, this and that and the other. Well, I'm not an attorney. 
and I've not been in court that much other than to be on jury duty and whatnot. So I've never been, you know, arrested or anything like that or sued somebody. So different situation for me. I don't have his experience. But it seems to me as a juror, and I've been a juror on a trial, and I've been a potential juror on a couple other trials, that women are looking at women differently, women and men. A female lawyer will walk in the door. Is she friendly? Is she not friendly? Is she dressed appropriately? Is she not dressed appropriately? This, that, and the other. Things they don't even look at at a man. A man can walk in a rumpled suit with a bunch of paperwork, throw it on the desk, and he's automatically considered qualified by many people. Talk radio is the same way. You can be a boring old guy, and automatically it's assumed that you can do the job and talk radio. And believe me, I know, because I've been through this, and I wrote about it in my book. And I'm not whining. I'm not complaining. It just is what it is. You just have to put your head down and work harder. Go ahead, underestimate me. I'm fine with that. But I've seen people who keep jobs in this town and other towns who have no business being on the radio because they've got nothing to say, and they're boring. But they're guys. If a woman wasn't that good, she'd be out the door. If she wasn't working harder than the guy, she'd be out the door. But you know what? It is what it is. You can whine about it or you can just work harder. But in the case of Pete Buttigieg, what Amy Klobuchar is missing is the fact that he's gay. That is the only reason the press is spending any time on this guy. Everybody else has double digits and has had double digits throughout this entire campaign. And Pete's been in single digits forever. And he gets an inordinate amount of attention. Why? Because the press is trying to push this gay agenda. But which is hilarious to me. Please, please nominate a gay guy. I'm hoping you do because the Democrats are not going to vote for him. See, the difference between the average so-called tolerant person and the person who gets into the voting booth, you know, where it's anonymous, uh uh-huh, those are two different people. Trust me on this. Same with Trump. There were a lot of people who supported Trump in 2016 who didn't want to tell people. Then they got in the booth and they pulled that lever for Trump. There are a whole lot of people on the Democrat side who don't like Pete Buttigieg. They don't like the fact that he's gay. That's most of the black community. They're not on board with this thing. And there are a lot of other folks who just don't like it. Even middle America folks who might think they're tolerant or might be okay with their daughter or son being gay, they're not going to be okay with a gay president standing up on stage with his gay partner. And even more importantly, the other countries in the world are going to look at us very differently. Now, you might say, well, we shouldn't tolerate their uh, you know, lack of... Uh, you know, advancement or whatever it might be. Culturally, we shouldn't be, you know, putting up with that stuff. Well, I would agree in some respects, but the fact of the matter is, if you put a gay president up there and he brings his husband on trips, there are certain countries in the world that are absolutely not even going to want to deal with us as a result. That's just a fact. But the left is trying to push their agenda. Here's the funny thing about Pete Buttigieg, though. Remember during 2016, when Donald Trump got $2 billion, by some estimates, worth of free advertising because the press wanted Donald Trump to be the president. And they didn't care about what anybody else did. Ted Cruz used to complain about the fact that he couldn't get arrested by the press. They didn't care about Ted Cruz. Now, Ted Cruz was my first choice as president, but he couldn't get the attention. Donald Trump did. Why did the press do that? A, because it was good for ratings and clicks and things like that. B, they wanted him to be the nominee because they thought Hillary Clinton would destroy him. So then they create this Frankenstein, and now he won't talk to them, which is hilarious. He does talk to them in front of the helicopter, but you know what I'm saying. It's nothing like Obama. And it's hilarious. He's actually, in a lot of ways, far more transparent than Obama was. But the press fawned over Obama. That was the difference. They fawned over him. Now, Donald Trump has treated the press differently, and he goes right to Twitter whenever he wants to say something instead of going through the press, which is better. 
but they are trying to make Pete Buttigieg the candidate to prove something about America. What? That we're more tolerant, that they're going to nominate a, a gay guy to be the nominee. And if you don't nominate him, it's because he's gay and you're intolerant, which is ridiculous. Once again, he's got no experience. He's not even 40 years old. He's done nothing. He's been the mayor of a tiny town. He's done nothing. There's nothing to vote for this guy on. But if you don't vote for him, then you're intolerant. That's what the left is trying to push. That's why he gets all this attention. In Iowa, he might do what better in Iowa than some other states, but everywhere else he's got nothing. He's in single digits everywhere. He's not one of the top three candidates. He's never been one of the top three candidates. So when Amy Klobuchar complains about the fact that he's a man, it's not because he's a man, sweetheart. It's because he's gay. And that's the only thing the press cares about, which is why some of the people were defending Katie Hill, the congresswoman who was tossed out of Congress for having pictures of herself naked with a female member of her staff. Now, I'm going to talk about that in a future podcast, believe me. But had it been a male congressman who was pictured sitting stark naked behind a female aide and combing her hair, had it been a male congressman, he would have been out the door. There would have been no problem. Because it was Katie Hill, a Democrat, and a person who apparently goes both ways, then all of a sudden, oh, she's being persecuted. The picture shouldn't have been released, this and that. Whatever happened to Me Too? What about the Me Too stuff? See, if it was a guy, he'd be done. And, of course, Katie Hill's done also. You shouldn't be defending her either. Either way, it's piggish behavior, and it's unbecoming a congresswoman. And I realize that, (laughs) I know, there's a lot of stuff going on on Capitol Hill. Believe me, I understand it. But I will talk about that in a future podcast. The fact is, women are held to a different standard in some ways. I don't know that it's a higher standard necessarily. If Amy had something to offer, and a lot of people thought she did, well, I can't help you if you're not doing better in the polls. I can't help you because nowadays the polls are not completely controlled or the debates are not completely controlled by the press. In other words, you have Twitter and YouTube and your website and all kinds of things to get your message out, even if the press is ignoring you. And if you don't take advantage of that because you don't have good social media people or you can't raise enough money to get that message out, I don't know what to tell you. You have to advance with the times. You have to understand how to get to people. And unfortunately, some of these folks don't get it. And listen, is the best person the president usually? Uh, Most of the time not. Is the best person the congressperson usually? No. City council? Pick one. Pick a race where the best person's won. I can think of very, very few. So that's just reality. But Amy needs to quit whining. I hate it when women whine about it. Yes, sexism does exist. I wrote about it in my book. My book's called Don't Pat Me on the Head. And I wrote about it from a different perspective. But I'm not whining. Yes, it exists. Get over it. Get on with it. Move on with your life and understand that they're the people who suffer if they don't see your potential or your talent or your ability because you don't have a certain organ. (laughs) Bully on them. Women who work hard will succeed anyway. Always. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget to join me weekday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. on AM 670 KMZQ in Las Vegas. You can find a link to listen live at HeidiHarris.com if you're not in the local Vegas area. And you can also check out HeidiHarris.com to get a copy of my book. It's called Don't Pat Me on the Head. My first book's Cocktail Waitress Wisdom. I've got podcasts up there, obviously the podcasts and the blog posts and all that stuff up there, book reviews and whatnot at HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell.